This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 650, How to Actually Execute Your To-Do List, or Why Writing It Down Doesn't Actually Get It Done, part one, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net, and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to the podcast where blogs are read to you for free, kind of like an audiobook, and this is with permission from the authors, today's author being Leo Babauta of the super popular Zen Habits. And this post is a bit long, so I'll read the first half today, and then the rest tomorrow. Now let's get right to it as we optimize your life. How to actually execute your to-do list or why writing it down doesn't actually get it done. Part one by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Have you gotten good at organizing your tasks in a to-do list but have trouble actually executing them? You're not alone. Getting things on your to-do list actually done is difficult because it's really a collection of habits that most people don't think about. Today, we'll look at addressing those issues that stop you from doing things and the habits needed to overcome those issues. This post was prompted when reader BJ Thunderstone recently asked a great question. Quote, a lot of productivity systems such as Getting Things Done by David Allen or Do It Tomorrow by Mark Forster concern themselves with writing lists of things to do. The skill is easy to learn, But what if the problem isn't making lists, but executing your plan? What if you write, get X, Y, and Z done, and then you can't make yourself do any of these things? I think that many people have a problem not with making to-do lists, but with executing what is written on these lists, unquote. BJ went on to list some of the reasons he and others have a problem getting things done. Let's address them one by one. Quote, I feel resistance when starting work on something, unquote. First of all, it's good to analyze your resistance, which is something we don't do often. Why don't you want to start on something? Identifying the problem can help lead to the solution. Having said that, there are a couple of suggestions that could help. Number one, tiny chunk. Tell yourself you only have to do five minutes of work on it. That small amount of work is less intimidating. Number two, just start. Once you get going, it's much easier to keep going. So tell yourself that all you have to do is start. I like to compare this to my philosophy of running. Instead of worrying about having to do the whole run, I tell myself that I just have to lace up my shoes and get out the door. After that, it's really easy. Do the same thing with any task. Just fire up your program and do the first few actions, i.e. start typing. It gets easier after that point. Number three, reward yourself. Don't let yourself check email or whatever reward works for you, something that you need to do every day, until you do at least 10 minutes or 15 or 20, it doesn't matter, on the task. Set a timer. Once your 10 minutes is up, set another timer for five minutes and do email, then repeat. Number four, get excited about it. This is actually a tip that helps with any of these points. If you're excited about doing something, you will not hesitate to do it. For example, I loved this topic suggestion and I was excited about writing it. As soon as I had the chance, I sat down to write it and only took one break. But how do you get excited about a task? Try to find something exciting about it. Will it bring you revenue? What can you do with that revenue? Will it bring you new clients, new opportunities, new recognition? If you can't find anything exciting about a task, consider whether it's really important or not. And if not, find a way to not do it. Sometimes eliminating or delegating or delaying the task is the best option. Quote, I'm terrified of certain tasks or of working on certain projects, unquote. 
there are usually a few reasons those tasks or projects terrify you. Number one, they are too intimidating in size or scope. To combat this, break it down into tinier chunks, actually just the first tiny chunk, as David Allen tells us to do in GTD. It's intimidating to do a task like create report on X or make a yearly plan for Z. But if you just need to do the first physical action, which might be call Frank for figures on X or make a list of 10 things we should accomplish this year, it's much easier to tackle and less intimidating. Number two, you don't really know how to do it. If you haven't done something a million times before, it is unfamiliar and unknown to you. And we are all terrified of that. The solution? First, get more information. Learn as much as you can about it. That might require some research on the internet or talking to someone who's done it before or reading a book or taking a class. Whatever you need to do, make the unknown become the known. Second, practice it as much as possible. Once you've learned how to do something, you need to practice it to become good at it. Don't practice the whole thing. Practice individual skills required to do a task or project one at a time until you're good at those skills. Once you've mastered them, it will no longer be terrifying. Number three, you are focusing on negative aspects. You might be focusing on how hard something is or on all the obstacles. Try looking at the positive aspects instead. Focus on what a great opportunity this project represents, an opportunity to learn, to get better at something, to make more money, to work on a relationship, to gain some long-term recognition, to improve your advancement opportunities. This is similar to the get excited about it item in the previous section. If you look at the opportunities, not the problems, you'll be less terrified and more likely to want to do it. Quote, I start, but I get distracted and never finish, unquote. If you start, you've already made a big step towards finishing. Now, you just need to work on the distractions. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled How to Actually Execute Your To-Do List or Why Writing It Down Doesn't Actually Get It Done by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class, It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash old. Masterclass.com slash old. And I'll do it for the Thursday show. I'll see you in the Friday show tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.